folks, uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check. Okay. Hey Dylan, what is that tree you rated and said it's perfect? That is the most obscure. Uh, what am I, mean, I missing here? I mean, it looks like it's seven trees put together. I'm not sure what's going on there. If not, it's the, it's the chodiest Christmas tree I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, if it is just chode, one tree, chode is the word. I think. I think that's a good way of putting it. Um, I mean, how y'all doing? Quite literally, it's wider than it is tall. What's up, Dave? It's all head. Yes, it's just oh, all, it's man. just all tip. Hey, KJ, didn't, uh, didn't did the you have chick song Possum Kingdom? No, that's the Toadies, not the Chodies. But that's the Chodies should be like the cover band name. <laughs> um, hey, KJ, y'all had a Chick Fil A at your high school? Not an actual place, but we had that middle of the mall shit, like those roll up carts. We had like a Pizza Hut one where it was just breadsticks and then a slice of pepperoni oh. and cheese. And then you could do a Chick-fil-A sandwich with or without pickle. And that was it. And fries. They had the option of that. And then Subway would drop off like a bunch of random sandwiches and then like Otis Spunkmeyer. But I couldn't tell you how any of that tasted unless it was like a weird game day type thing. Because uh, like all cool kids, I was out, uh, I don't know, off campus smashing or something. Who knows? Smashing, he says. He was in the smush room. No, I'm not in a. I'm not in the high school science lab. <laughs> it does kind of look like that, doesn't it? They did I'm, out of I'm away from my my usual spot because the bar stools that I usually sit in, um, I I sold them because I moved tomorrow. My house is basically empty. So, Dylan, did y'all have a Chick Fil A at your high school? No, that sounds phenomenal. There was one that. You know Texas State, and I thought it was the coolest thing that I went to school or there was a Chick Fil A, but absolutely not. Um, KJ, so I guess I have to ask the question that everybody's just champing at the bit to hear. Um, do you think you're better than us? I know it for a fact. Sheesh! <laughs> that guy on Twitter, that guy on Twitter, friend of the friend of the pods, is just so casually like, "Yeah, we had the we Chick Fil A, you know." And, Poor sweet Brett. Brett's like, Dave, did you have this at Duncanville? Like, buddy, <laughs> we were lucky to have a baked potato line. I, I would <laughs> say, though, you guys are quite a large school. Like, you've got more students. You almost have as many students at Duncanville High School as there are undergrads at SMU. It's not that far off. Like, Allen has as many students. That's true. I think what really was the um... – nail in the coffin for us potentially having a Chick-fil-A or any, any upscale, any fast food of any, of anything uh, in our cafeteria. First of all, it was when they banned, uh, they banned Domino's in the lunchroom. Um, and then second was after the, after the third food fight, my senior year, when they uh, locked all the people in like the, like the baked potato line doors and stuff, they locked them and everybody was trapped in the cafeteria, just getting hit with like, uh, milk cartons and stuff. And they're like, you know what? We just, we can't give you guys any kind of any, any privileges in here. That's enough. So y'all didn't have like full blown off campus lunch, right? 
Oh shit! No, no, we did not. We did for seniors only. Outside, let me let let me let my dog back in. Yeah, we had seniors did it, but you could still sneak off. Yeah, we had um, we had enchilada Thursdays at Anderson High School, and they were low key like really good enchiladas. It was kind of lit. You know, um, I said today on the Patreon that our best dish was uh, meat and bean nachos, and I stand by that, but. Our uh, our baked potato line, you could really soup up a baked potato. Now, like they didn't have like chicken fajita meat or anything. It wasn't like Spud Ranch, Dylan. You remember Spud Ranch and San Marcos Probably. and Institution, but you're it was it was sufficient. You're as we all know, you're a big baked potato guy. Is that where you you fell in mm-hmm. love with baked potatoes? Duncanville yeah. High School. Yeah, man. That's it's, it's kind of. <laughs> That's where it all started, man. And, and you know, we, we kind of yeah. split for a while there, but I'm back in on baked potatoes. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, all the bullshit we came here to do. Unfortunately, there's a topic that's dominating the headlines. Um, and that's one that uh, a lot of us saw coming. Some of us uh, were in denial about. And that is... Jacksonville Jaguars have parted ways with one Urban Meyer. Reports that uh, hey, left the facility before last night's meetings and did not return. KJ, you were, correct me if I'm wrong, you were excited about this hire back when it happened. I didn't quite understand it, but I didn't want to rain on your parade. I'll just let you have it. Um, why? Why <laughs> is this guy, this dude's an absolute scumbag. He's not a good person, but he's always. <laughs> a successful coach i wouldn't want him to like i don't know grind on my daughter at a bar or anything but bar of his name a bar that he owns but at the same time like he had spent much of his career building up what were otherwise you know obviously florida and ohio state aside not as successful programs um thinking of utah thinking of bowling green um and where florida was when he took over uh into successful programs um the big the big difference though college obviously in college you know there's no salary cap there's no draft you can recruit whoever the hell you want you can stack the deck in your favor and he was a hell of a recruiter in college i mean i think i mean of course there was more to his you know coaching repertoire than just you know being a good recruiter but you don't get that advantage in in the nfl yeah, I would say the other part of it too is uh, you don't really answer to anybody in college. You know, yeah. you kind of answer to the boosters, but you do whatever the hell you want and you've got like moldable kids. The thing that's wild to me is that the Jags' last successful period wasn't that long ago, more recent than some other franchises who won't be named here because, you know, I'll be above the line, as Urban would say. Um, back in 2017, 2016, when they were successful, is when Tom Coughlin was like, absolutely being the complete red ass behind the curtain while Doug Marone was kind of running the the head coaching duties. But all of the groundwork and framework of the organization was laid by Tom Coughlin of like completely, you know, finding people for not coming to um, not training table to uh, rehab uh, appointments, just all kind of little Nick Nick knack things that piss people off. It drove off Jalen Ramsey. It drove off, um, uh, Leonard Fournette, so many different players that it drove away and they turned around and hired a coach with the same mentality. Like I probably should have realized that was going to fail miserably 
Um, but for some reason, I thought maybe Urban would come in with like some tiny little crumb morsel of like self-awareness, possibly humility until he was, was successful. This, that wasn't the case. Was this the worst coaching tenure in NFL history? <laughs> he won two games. If, no. if not, if not, who's, who's worse? Dave Campo. Dave he Campo. didn't finish it one. He didn't finish a single season. Oh, okay, man. That's fair. I mean, not not just the wins and losses. I mean, everything that happened along the way as well. Let's see. You know, um, while you're thinking of that, KJ, can I just point out that I don't think this is his fault. Um, he didn't have the personnel. Like, he clearly didn't have enough uh, extreme evangelicals and serial killers on his on his roster to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that weird, that his, <laughs> weird that the professional athlete uh, that he kicked out of frustration. Uh, it's weird that that didn't, didn't go over well. You know, he kicked the kicker. How funny oh, no, is he that? The kicker. He can't do that. All of the one and done since '94, with one exception that I'm seeing, coached 16 games, uh, and that would be Bobby Petrino. So Bobby Petrino had year one three games as well. So maybe. This is worse. It might that be the worst guy. of all time. Woded some. Like they would be good friends. <laughs> Everybody on that team that Petrino coached was it? It was the Falcons, right? Everybody mm-hmm. on that team hates him. Yeah, like he he they are they despise the man. I I'm, I have a feeling that's going to be the same outcome with Urban Meyer. <laughs> the absolute same outcome. Early up, season, I kept saying the only thing that was giving me hope was that we didn't hear any chatter about players like not backing the guy up or hating the guy. Turns out they were just being quiet about it because everybody fucking had a story with them. Uh, Daryl Bevel, who's absolute trash and was 0-16 for the Lions, um, is going to be the interim head coach, and he did his press conference today. And the reporter asked him, he's like, "Uh, do you realize you have a chance to win more games than Meyer did this season because they have four left? And and he just kind of shrugged it off, which I'm like, fuck off. Try not to – try to win a game. Better yet, try to win none and like give us the top three pick again. So who knows? Uh, Last so, thing I'll um, say. Yeah. Go ahead, Dylan. Sorry. Real quick, uh, Casey Smith of Barcelona actually pointed out. I'm sure other people did too, but um, I saw it from her that he won more national championships in college than he did games in the NFL. <laughs> that a that people- that's a record that I guarantee will never be broken. Like, <laughs> impossible to be broken. Hey, last thing I'll say on it: a lot of people have been calling me Bourbon Meyer just because I've been a ground floor bourbon guy and going forward, I don't, I don't want to be called that anymore. I don't think it's appropriate. Just call me ground floor bourbon guy. If you want, if you want to address it in any way, GFBG. It's not appropriate. Noted. <laughs> yeah, GFBG. Well, um, there were some other headlines that came out of uh, the sports world yesterday. And one thing uh, I had to look up right before we started this, I would like to break the news to both of you with Texas state ties. That after the first signing day, there are two. There's another in February or another period in February. Texas State has signed zero high school players once again. <laughs> they have three JUCO guys, uh, JUCO transfers or signings in the first period. It could change Dude. in February, but I was like, please tell me one high schooler looked Coach Spav in the face and said, you know what? I'm in. Dude, we are the yeah. worst program in, in, in the nation. And I don't, that I don't think problem. that's hyperbole. That's not hyperbole. We're terrible. Do you know how many high school football players in Texas go on to play college football? 
and he couldn't get they couldn't get one, not one. Like to just buy in. Like okay, there's not like a player that's could be convinced. Okay, you're telling me you're between Austin and San Antonio. Like you're in this beautiful area. I don't know what the hill country is, but I'm willing to see it. I'm looking at these videos of chicks and bikinis. Like you've got a river cutting through campus, you know, largest growing metroplex or city in the nation. I'll come, I'll come check it out. And not one of them said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, you're telling me I'll start from yesterday onward. (laughs) What? It it blows my mind. Jim, Jim Wacker field just doesn't have the allure that it used to. <laughs> the days of Barrick Neely are no more. Dude, Barrick Neely <laughs> loved Barrick Neely. He was, that dude was cold, man. Him and Wasson, right? Didn't y'all have Wasson for a little bit? Chase Wasson. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot about Chase Wasson. But obviously, the big headline that drew a lot of people to bring their hoods out of their closet and wear them online uh, was that uh, Jackson State <laughs> flipped. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Travis. Hunter. Travis Hunter. Thank you. I kept wanting to say that was his last name. From Florida State, the number one or number two, depending on where you look. Player in the 2022 class from Florida State to Jackson State to play for Dion. Thoughts? Man, it's a shame, man. These kids, just millions of dollars. <laughs> I'm sorry. There were so Jeez. many bad tweets. Jeez. It, well, this, okay, this year is just – unlike anything we've ever seen in, in college recruiting, right? I mean, with the whole NIL money being thrown around, and obviously there, this kid, I saw a number that was like $1.5 million or something, or maybe it was like multiple millions, I'm not sure. It was a Barstool deal. Of course, Dion, like works at Barstool, I guess. Which is still um, so strange to me. And I didn't so, realize yeah, that was like still he signed it. Yeah, oh yeah, he still does a show with Barstool. And so Penn National Gaming was behind the NIL deal with this kid. Now, Dion came out today to say that's not true, but Dion also said that kids were like going to class at Prime Academy. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> it needs to be said. People don't talk about Prime Prep enough. Oh, yeah, Prime Prep, not Prime <laughs> Academy. I, 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 I'm glad that it's happened, but what I don't have any time for are the tweets from people like Mac Ingle, who Mac Ingle's a Longtime sports writer in Fort Worth, where TCU is, um, you know, good old guy, if you will, wrote a huge article editorial basically saying that Deion Sanders is wrong for TCU. Big block letters, I believe front page of sports page for Fort Worth Star Telegram, maybe for the whole paper, whenever Dion interviewed at TCU, because now transferring but hasn't signed anywhere, running back Zach Evans, um, number two running back in the nation, or number one running back, number two player behind Quinn Ewers, um, well, I guess it would have been Quinn Ewers, whoever, a couple years ago, wanted Dion. So they interviewed him. Mac Ingle said, wrong guy, absolute wrong guy. Stands for everything TCU doesn't. So then he sees, he sees this yesterday. Mac Ingle's like, this is why I said that he should stay at Jackson State. His impact on HBCUs are Eddie Robinson level. Eddie Robinson being legendary grambling coach whose birthday happened to also be yesterday. But still, like, this whole, like, uh, you should stay where they need you more, and this is where your impact could be felt. But definitely not here at TCU. It was a little bit of a fucking strange day. So, uh, as I would always say, kind of like Newey Scruggs, fuck Mac Ingle. Oh. Less, less Newey. I don't really mean it to Newey. I was emotions were raw. Mac Ingle, fuck him. 
Can I just say that Dion probably wouldn't have worked at TCU? Definitely wouldn't. It would have been terrible. Okay. Just one of <laughs> But I mean it for two different reasons. <laughs> I know. You don't you you got to the same place. You just had different reasoning. <laughs> That's okay. I wasn't wrong. He just was wrong for saying it. Um, oh man. And then AM did numbers. They've got like A&M. eight guys in the top like 100. My God. They uh, they have four or five stars and like a chance to land, I don't know, like three more. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable class. I'm happy with the Texas class, man, considering the year they had. It's going to finish like top five to seven range, I think. Yep. Uh, might land another five star. That didn't even include the Quinn Ewers transfer situation. So I guess Sark can recruit. Of course, it helps to have the NIO money behind, behind them. Yeah, that's one um, thing that as I was looking at the ratings yesterday or rankings, I should say, they kept ranking Texas fifth, but saying they only had one like top whatever hundred kid. But obviously, if Quinn Ewers was in there, they'd been like third behind like AM, Bama, Georgia, yeah. fourth, whatever. They would have been a little bit they higher. They flipped. Yeah, they flipped like a top 75 defensive back from Ohio State. Um, I think they got a chance to land a couple more guys before it's all said and done. But I'm uh, pleased with it, man. Yeah, they flipped an Oklahoma guy, a Michigan guy, an Ohio State guy, which is big time. That's right. Yeah, it is. Baylor, so, Baylar got a four-star receiver out of Louisville, home of the Fighting Farmers. I remember when they I were did. four. I saw that. Man, I got I got sucked back into re- to recruiting again this year for the first time in like eight years. It's been kind of fun. I enjoy it. I just have to stop shy of being like devastated at the decisions of teenagers who like have yet to play a down for a team may not pan out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's not worth like beating things up about, but at the same time, it is a referendum. I would say on like this, the quality of your coaching staff, like I would say it reflects something about Spavital. It it reflects something positive about uh, uh, what's going on at Texas. So you think it, um, you think it's a unfair advantage that, AM has all that NIL money from the uh, private military that they have on campus. They've got the, the, the Blackwater cadets. Funny enough, they're not actually military. I know they, they might not tell you that explicitly, but uh, not actually military. Uh, no affiliation. No affiliation at all. But I think that's a perfect segue. Um, while Jackson Mahomes probably deserves attention, we're pressed for time. And I will never skip an opportunity to talk shit about AM. So, with that said, uh, if anyone was following along on Twitter recently, Dylan had some strong opinions about what does and doesn't go in coffee. Um, and then there was one gentleman who, who thought to uh, object to that mindset. Uh, a good friend of mine, former Texas AM Aggie, roomed with Reggie McNeil, uh, one brick. Let's bring him to the show. Hold, please. Huh. There we go. Rick, what's, what's happening? David, KJ, Dylan. <laughs> what's up? What's up, Brick? <laughs> what's going on? Brick, um, go ahead. I, I didn't know you roomed with Reggie. I, I know nothing about you other than that you're the manliest man on Twitter. How do you know these guys? Yeah. Man, I, I just met him. I was in the college station uh, – I played football my freshman year and then went to A&M and then Franchione kicked all walk-ons off without even stepping foot on the playing field. <laughs> so, um, 
I met him when I was like that spring, but when Francione came on campus and kicked all of RC Slocum's walk-ons off. Uh, How do you know KJ? Through Jake Kemp, the, the blowout network, okay. the ticket fame. Very popular around these parts. Yes, he's 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 decent, decent guy. <laughs> Check him out. Follow. So, Brick, uh, I will say the the reason that he somehow has a better connection than Landry did, even though you're probably what fifty miles from a Walmart in rural Texas somewhere. Yeah, about fifty miles from a Walmart. Yeah, that's about right. Probably about forty two miles from Madisonville. So. Yeah, they, they just don't own creamer anywhere in that part of Texas. So at you least know, you live by you it. make you make your monthly trip into town. You know, <laughs> creamer's nowhere on that list. Creamer's not on on the shopping no, list. No, huh? we're we're you know it's survival out here. You know, how many goat? How many goats would you have to barter to get some creamer? <laughs> I mean, I, you'd have to go like to Austin to find even find creamer. <laughs> <laughs> There's no creamer east of I-35. Oh, uh, the the Walmart nearest you is they don't even carry creamer. No, That's no, great. it's just no. There's just just coffee. It's just coffee and then like tile grounds. Yeah, <laughs> tile grout and, yeah. and coffee beans. That's it. yeah, and chicken wire. Well, uh, there's another uh, claim to fame that Brick has, and I'm glad that we have him on because this may prevent one member of our uh, podcast here of uh, siphoning picks from uh, a noted source. Brick, would you say that you have any sort of a gambling issue when it comes to sports? Uh, what do you mean? Like uh, opposed to it? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's, uh, um, we're, we're having, a, we're having fun. Sports betting, <laughs> let me tell you that. Well, we've tried over and over and over to get people who know nothing about sports picking and picking games, and they've continued to absolute stomp the shit out of us. So I figured, continue that. Why not go to the one guy who's been on a heater for half the season? uh, Oh, um, I do about that heater. Would you guys like to solve a riddle? Okay. What what does Green Bay, Seattle money line, Dallas six and a half, Cleveland money line, Tennessee eight and a half, Jeff Neal, Sean O'Malley, Ryan Hall, Kai Carr, France, Josh Emmett, Ty Tuivasa, and Charles Oliveira have all in common? Is this your parlay last week? 12 pick, $60. It's a plus $78,000 parlay. Okay. Okay. We don't need to know your units. Go you buy know, some guy sh- talking stacks, you know. So, a, you know what? You though? Think, it's about time we had somebody you on here. Brought another guest on to, to tank. <laughs> uh, no, oh. you brought a wagon on. Let me tell you, <laughs> I, I cannot <laughs> wait. I can't wait to see how this plays out. All right, yeah. well, let's jump in and run through these rather quickly before this. Game can I, uh, can I, can I give a shout out to our good friends at DraftKings? Oh, please do. Thank you. Because, lads, it is the season of giving, and the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a Christmas present you won't re-gift. New customers can bet just $5 on any of the four NFL teams playing on Christmas and win 150 in free bets if they're victorious. Why not win some green and put a little extra jingle in your pocket, huh? If, sports, if the sportsbook isn't available in your state, your Christmas can still be merry. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot 
uh, millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code WASHED. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win on Christmas Day and win $150 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code WASHED. This Christmas, the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and a $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook. For details, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, seriously? Dip picks. Everybody should know by now. We're absolutely getting our ass whipped by the guest spot. I did not realize to what degree I was behind. I'm now 20 points back from the guests. All picks count one, except for big boy stacks will count for three. Let's start off oh with tonight's God. game before it kicks off. Chiefs at Chargers, Chargers plus three. David. Mm. Uh, I'm riding with. I'm riding with Pat Mahomes. He's going to block out the haters. He's doing this one for Jackson. Let's go. Let's do some TikToks. Let's play around. Ooh, I like the Chargers. Um, I don't feel great about it, but I like the Chargers here. Bless you. Thank you. Hopefully I hit mute properly. Um, I'm riding with Shane Bouchelle. Give me Kansas City. Rick. I've got Patty indoors. Chargers are due for a stinker. 7-1 against the spread in Los Angeles and their defense, 11 points per game. Chiefs. All right. Now, games that I picked to try to throw people off, and they never backfire on me. The Tail Greeter Cure Bowl, which kicks off tomorrow. (laughs) Bowl season, Northern Illinois plays Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina favored by 11 points, Dylan. I haven't watched either team play this year, and neither have you guys, so don't lie about it. I have Coastal Carolina minus 11 points. I have seen about 20 minutes worth of Coastal Carolina early in the season before they sure. lost. I'm taking Coastal. Rick. Uh, my notes for this says, fuck this game. <laughs> uh, so it, there's, it's, it's uh, Coastal Carolina hasn't covered in a month and a half. Northern Illinois stinks when they get a lot of points, though. Like, if they're a big underdog, it's probably because they really stink. Uh, so, But Coastal Carolina hasn't really covered a lot all year, so give me the points. NIU. Uh, David. Man, it's Thursday night. This game is on Saturday. Tomorrow. This game is tomorrow? Friday at 5 p.m. It's the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl, and everybody knows it's Friday. I'm in love. Give me Coastal Carolina. <laughs> Did you just pull out the Smiths or some shit. Tail Greeter Cure Bowl. Okay. The tail Greeter. Now Dylan, we'll- didn't they used to call what? you the Tail Greeter? <laughs> what is the Tail Greeter? What is it? What's going on? It might be some dope ass, like 3D boombox cooler I need to look into. It's probably uh, a sponsor next year. The comments <laughs> are killing me right now, by the way. Uh, the one we've all been waiting for, roofclaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl, uh, Saturday at 10 a.m. <laughs> Western Kentucky, 
Eight. This is the one I warned you about earlier in the week with an over on 63 and a half or 63. Give me Western Kentucky. Rick. Western oh, Kentucky. Favored by three, I should say. Western Kentucky, they've been covering all year. They're going to unite the community. Except for when I picked them as a big boy stack against UTSA. Uh, David. Um, man, Appalachian State has to control the turnovers. If it doesn't start giving the ball up in chunks, it'll be fine with the running game taking over. Um, I think WKU will throw for like 400 yards, but App State's going to run for like 300. It's going to be crazy. Um, that being said, I'll take App State. All right, Dylan. I've always said when there's a URL in the name of a bowl game, you always take the underdog. I have Western Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to improve the SEO. Uh, shout out it's to the ridiculous. Pride of Boone, North Carolina. Definitely not Asheville, as I once said. Now, the one we really, really were all talking about earlier today, the PUBG New Mexico Bowl, Saturday at 2.30. UAB is playing number 13 BYU. BYU is only favored by seven. Uh, Brick, you're up. BYU is going to party way too hard in New Mexico. <laughs> They're not going to know how to do New Mexico. Uh, UAB is all over here. And plus, UAB is three and one as dogs. BYU is five and five as favorites. Uh, David. New Mexico, man. They have never, they're not gonna, they've never seen this most moisture. Moisture, I botched that. Uh, it's a soaking joke, folks. Um, that being said, um, as my baby just absolutely loses it, give me, uh, give me UAB. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. UAB is good against the spread. That, that much I do know, Dylan. This feels like a, ga- a game that BYU will be disinterested in. I'm taking UAB. The surprise here. They cover. Everyone's favorite bowl season. Uh, <laughs> give me BYU, Fade. Uh, now, kicking it over to NFL. We do have two Saturday NFL games. One of them <clears throat> is uh, Patriots at Colts. The other, Raiders, Browns. Half the Browns roster is missing, so I had to bump that game. Uh, Colts are favored by two at home. Uh, we are back to David. Oh, God. Uh Hottest team in football getting points. Um, I don't think you can game plan for Jonathan Taylor. I am riding with the Colts in a surprising dub, even though they are favored. Ooh, I'm going to ride the hot hand of the Patriots on this one. I do think they win the ball game. Pats plus two. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Colts at home. Uh, Rick. I'm going with the points. I think Mac Jones is serious. And I think Belichick's probably going to be able to hack the Colts out. You know, you know, he's going to be able to hack that. So this, the defenses, the good defenses, Belichick slices through. Got it. Uh, now we have Titans at another team that I can't see. Steelers. Oh, damn near a pick em. Steelers at home getting one point. I guess it's really saying Titans by four, but Steelers at home getting one point. Uh, who's up? D- uh, Dylan. Oh, my God. The Steelers are, are just a mess right now. Um, Big Ben, like I said, he needs to be put out to pasture. It's, it's tough watching him play. Um, 
Titans have not been playing well as well, but I, I got the Titans. They're gonna win. They're gonna win this game. I got Titans minus one. Uh, give me the Titans as well, uh, Brett. I've got the Titans. I don't know why this line's so tight. The Steelers, shit. Yeah, I need to double check the COVID standings or stats because over 100 players have tested positive, but I don't think Nashville's had it or uh, the Titans have had it too bad. They had their little COVID wave earlier in the season. That is true. David. I, too, am uh, running with the Titans. don't like this. Packers at Ravens. Packers are favored by five and a half on the road. Uh, I am up first. Give me uh, – I think this is a uh, – uh, I don't think Lamar's playing. Yeah, give me the Packers. Rick. Uh, suspect that five and a half, you know, Packers just cover 11 point game. I think we're in for a little bit of a trap here. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens. David. Uh, what do we, do we know? Is Lamar day to day? We don't know. We're not going to know till game time. Probably. So. Is it COVID or something else? Uh, ankle. Ankle. That's right. That's right. Ankylosing mm-hmm. spondylitis. Needs a bacchiotomy. From what I hear, um, you like that? Alyssa like that one. Um, <laughs> no, I'm right. I like the I like the Ravens at home. I think uh, this is the the wounded tiger theory. Ellen, I would have picked uh, the Packers here even before I just learned that Lamar's out. So I'm all Maybe. over Green Bay. And finally, before Big Boy Stack, Seahawks at Rams. Rams are favored by five and a half at home. Uh, Britt. Uh, I got the Rams. I think they're coming in a stride. Uh, they got big win plus some rest. I got the Rams. David. Uh, the Rams are the Rams are who we thought they were. I'm riding with the Rams, although the Seahawks did look very impressive against just an all-time bad Texans team last weekend. Just an all-time bad, absolute embarrassment. Jack Easterby should be. You talk about taking out back. Oh man. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. Dylan. <laughs> um, I'm also – I need a fade guest here. But, no, I'm, you know what? I've done that enough already. I need, I'm going with the, with the Rams. I will take Russ Wilson and the COVID outbreak that the Rams are dealing with. Now, big boy stacks. Dylan, you want to start us off? I've already filled mine in. I think this is the first week that you didn't include a Cowboys game in the regular picks. Um, so I'm I'm hopping back on that wagon. I'm boys minus 11, a big line. I get it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. defense is cooking. That's the only reason I bumped it. I didn't want to have Mike Glennon as the team I needed to be concerned with rooting for. Um, defense is going to feast. Yeah, that's going to be ugly. David? Um, give me the Bengals getting three in Denver. All right. I will stick to the NFL as well. As we all know, the big news we talked about at the onset of the show, the Jaguars are without their head coach, their leader, their one and true leader, Urban Meyer is gone. They're now favored by three and a half points against the Texans. I think that is a ridiculous decision. Give me Texans plus three and a half on the road. Uh, I'm taking a swerve here. UFC. 
big swerve. The the I asked KJ if I could take a UFC. He said as long as it's a dog or a prop on a favorite. So I happened to look, and it's TDC Prisoner versus Cop in the main event. Derek Lewis, TDC vet, goes against the Houston police officer Chris Dukakis. Do something. Do gonna get hit. <laughs> Derek Lewis. Plus 115. And if you really need to pay some bills, two pick Macy Che ice on plus 145. Derek Lewis plus 115. Put that a $500 two pick in. <laughs> Eric, my balls are hot. Lewis is the big boy stack. Brick, I appreciate you joining us. We appreciate cut it. Thanks, Brick. Or can't kick. wait to go 0 and 8. It's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Brick, any any uh, words for the the people out there? They want to know what's next for Brick in twenty twenty one. We're uh, look for some twenty four k beef Akaushi Wagyu beef coming with that special wash media jerky, and uh, I even gonna have some twenty four k creamer. For- <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that, man. Yeah. Let's go. It's just gonna be sawdust. excellent uh, i appreciate you stepping up hopefully your picks are terrible it would be really great for the balance of my vehicle to not have truck nuts on them well thanks for i know you're closing the house but might need to borrow money if they are terrible (laughs) let's get out of here i want my chips with the dip that's all i know i don't want my chips playing i want my chips with the dip so bring them dips